Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining me here tonight. In this long, long journey that I ha we have been through, I have been through. Hope everyone can hear me well. Um, it's been a tremendous transition. I wanted to um, I wanted the long entry, the long introduction, so that people can get the notification due to the period that we're in, the, the change of time for now, at least. It has been very mentally, physically tiring, spiritually tiring, psychologically, which is the same as that. It's been very, very tiring transition. Lots of unknowns. And the transition is still not even close to being over. So I'm sure that most of you can imagine it is not easy to transition to the other side of the country, literally. And, and it's not easy to do in the middle of a real war. And before we begin anything tonight, I just want to share, I want to thank everybody for supporting me through this transition. And, you know, being, I appreciate your comments, and I appreciate your steadfastness, and your long-suffering waiting, you know, suffering with me, and enduring, and helping me get the word out about this channel. And I want to share with everybody that from my end, it's been transforming, because in big, big moments, think when you're moving, that's when you least want to worry about work-related things. And I was forced for the first time in my life to literally live a backwards life when I'm supposed to be focusing on my own personal things. It was very, very difficult to continue the mission. And then the only question you should be wondering is, why are you telling us this, Bernie? And why am I sharing this? And the answer is right here. The reason that I have literally endured a art and arduous transition is because the war is real. <laughs> so throughout this journey, I have been comparing myself to a soldier out in the field waiting for the supply of the food and the water with the bugs and the leaves and the trees and the unknown and the sleeping bag and the rifle. That's the only thing that I can compare my journey to. So when I compare it to a real war with bullets flying and explosions, ladies and gentlemen, I am beyond blessed. And I'm the one that said it years ago that the old days were gone. So to start off tonight, I am testifying to you folks that even, well, actually I've been ready for a long time, but even though you think you're ready, you still compare your transition, your personal experience to the old days. But the problem is that the old days are gone. We're in biblical times, and nobody's going to walk away from this. We're in a real, real three-headed monster war. We've been saying it on this channel. So we said it last week in the recorded stream. We're looking at a World War Three. We have one story for that. We have a, the enemy is, they, they, they're, 
pushing, they're selling the war that's taking place. They're selling it as a civil war, but we know that it is a revolutionary war, which is the reason why the enemy is panicking on this Mother's Day. Welcome, everybody. With that said, I just wanted to share that personal com- component, and, you know, with the long entry, I figured it would kill about 10 minutes. <clears throat> so for anybody wondering, yeah, please, bear with me. Welcome, uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad to be back. And pardon, you know, this is not done yet, none of this stuff here, but um, pardon um, the, you know, the slow entry. But I did want to share some of that with you folks that this has been life-changing, and it reiterated to me, it reminded me in my prayer and in my everything I'm doing, that, oh, the reason I'm doing this is because the war, there's a bullet, oh, there's a war with bullets flying. And it's a situation that most people don't understand, and you and I, you and I were chosen for a reason to comfort others, like maybe we'll talk about later. So, with that said, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. I hope that all the platforms are working. You know, we'll get the word out, right? <clears throat> Let's see what's happening. Uh, we've got a, a, a few people uh, chat. You know, okay, here on Rumble. Is Rumble even working? Probably not. All right, well, well we're not going to worry about all these different platforms that are probably not even working um all right it looks like we're rolling here and um maybe we'll get some more people on welcome you know here's my first ever live stream from the east coast i want to thank god for the safety of this trip and for allowing me to be able to put out some recorded streams get the word out help me with this and let's see what happens. all right folks while that's enough of my situation the first 10 minutes are up right <clears throat> To begin with, I want to, um, well, let's see here. I want to throw out, um, uh, I want to mention a couple things. I will be, I will probably, at least for now, go live at 8 p.m. Eastern uh, for different reasons. Um, And thank you, Donna is back. All right. Thank you. All right. And um, so 8 o'clock, we're going to shoot for it for now, 8 p.m. Eastern. Um, looks, um, maybe subject, subject to change. I will, uh, the CD store is still closed. So we're, um, we're going to open that up later on once we have a truth in our TV, uh, mailing address and things of that nature. So we'll leave that. Um, all right. And, um, get the word out new. A lot of people have not subscribed to the new rumble channel. If you're on rumble, ask yourself a simple question. Am I subscribed to the new channel that has been created due to the Rumble Alien coding <clears throat> their program? All right, folks. Um, with that said, obviously some big, big things are happening. Let us let me know your thoughts. By the way, tonight some things on this. Well, I will add one more thing, which I mentioned on True Social. Before we begin, um, it turned out this way, and we might as well have some fun with it. But my last live stream was 
17, ex exactly, 17 days ago. <laughs> I, I like that. All right, <laughs> so maybe we'll play with that one. All right, folks, um, with that said, obviously, the enemy, they want to destroy America. We have the border situation everyone is staring at. We have the TDS, Trump derangement syndrome, where the enemy, everyone on the left, is still in the psychiatric mode over this nothing burger real estate guy from New York. There's nothing about this guy, right? And we have the violent revolution, which is completely moving forward. And we have the big investigations. And now we're going to see tonight that these the digging in the investigations, the centrists are getting involved. And now there's something about these investigations that are slowly morphing beyond just the Biden family. And the new republic is being built as we speak. To begin with, tonight, ladies and gentlemen, again, thank you for bearing with me. Let us begin right here, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> Federal judge halts Biden plan to release migrants into U.S. as Title 42 ends. So that is how the weekend seems to have begun. And then you would think, all right, problem solved, right? But then as the weekend continued, it morphed into this. <laughs> Biden's DHS gives phones to border crossers while releasing them into the U.S. Get out of here. You're not going to let this judge block the New World Order plans. Get out of here with that. So we went from that to this. And then we go from that to Mr. Big Mouth claiming this guy who likely you would think would be impeached. See what you think. It's now to talk more about this is Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. Mr. Secretary, <laughs> thanks for your time this morning. Uh, so we had heard in the days leading up to the expiration of Title 42 that at the stroke of midnight Eastern time, a couple hours before that, along the border out in the southwest, that there would be a flood of migrants, that there were 60 to 65,000 migrants waiting to come into the country. Our reporter, Julia Ainsley, just a few minutes ago from El Paso, said that is not what she's seeing, that is not what she's hearing. So what can you tell us in these early hours after the expiration of Title 42 about what's going on at the border <laughs> right out of the gate ladies and gentlemen notice that yeah um that's not what we're seeing damage control and this is actually cringe maybe we'll listen to a few seconds of totally cringe listen to him look at his demeanor mayorkas he knows his history is on the table he is rolling out essentially a big segment of the new world order plans of these really the marxist plans to undermine our country everyone the deep state all are looking to him they need him to control the narrative thanks so much for having me uh, we are seeing uh, uh, people uh, arriving at the border at our southern border we are taking them into custody we are processing them, and if they make a claim for relief and don't succeed, they will be removed. Title 42, <laughs> the Public Health Authority, ended about seven and a half hours ago. 
are traditional immigration enforcement authorities that deliver tougher consequences started immediately <laughs> thereafter. And All right, people. Uh, blah, 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 blah. All right, folks. You know, this, you know, you guys know I like the truth. I don't like anybody gaslighting me, and I need to get this out to you guys. Nobody be fooled by Mayorkas. What he is doing this weekend, he's coming out on TV making it sound as if he's pro-security and pro-abortion. Or, excuse me, yeah, he's abortion, right? Yeah, and he's pro-security... like we don't like he's against immigration. You know, he's trying to come out like he's the police officer. Yeah, we're yeah, we're checking them in and we're not playing around. And after we let them in for free, after that happens, if they try to mess around, then we'll arrest them. Get it? He's talking big and tough like, yeah, we're not playing around. Yeah. Like, in other words, I am in, I am emitting this position that I'm this tough border guy. That's what this whole thing is all about. But um, this is cringeworthy, but I will take you to a different part, which is really what everyone's talking about. The impression that is out there is that... Yeah, what it's causing this onslaught, this, this incredible ambush of all these people that they denied at the beginning of this interview. That, eh, we don't see that many. What's causing all of this? It will be easier under President Biden to cross into the country, that the consequences are less severe than they would have been under President Trump or even under President Obama. Why is the problem so intense right now? Well, uh, a few factors. Uh, poverty, violence, corruption, authoritarian regimes, the COVID-19 pandemic, <laughs> uh, extreme weather events. The <laughs> yeah, uh, now, unlike before, <laughs> I do have my laughing track. <laughs> That's enough of this clown show. Yeah, these extreme weather events and poverty is it's what's causing this destruction of the US border planned and again people in this whole thing he's coming out saying yeah we've been planning this for long we're in control anybody after we let you in free if you break a little man maybe we'll throw you know we're really strict about this he's trying to come across like he cares he's a tough border guy won't do not let him gas like you, ladies and gentlemen. And then um, <clears throat> the real issue then is we should not be surprised by the real developments. Let's go to Bill Malugin. He's live on the border in Brownsville, Texas. And Bill, you broke the news for us uh, about the Afghan national. What more can you tell us? 
Yeah, good afternoon to you. What I'm hearing from multiple CBP sources is that on Wednesday, Border Patrol agents in the San Diego sector arrested an Afghan national who crossed illegally and was later deemed to be a match on the FBI's terror watch list. Take a look at this map right here. I'm told it happened in Otay Mesa, inland San Diego County. Uh, I'm told this person crossed in a group with migrants. They were apprehended by San Diego sector agents. They took them back to the station, ran their fingerprints and databases, and that is when they got the watch list hit. Uh, I'm told the FBI later confirmed that was a match, and the FBI is now the lead on this investigation. Congressman Daryl Issa represents that area. His office giving us a statement with, uh, which says in part, quote, Biden's open borders aren't just a gateway to five million illegals, record human and child trafficking, and the deadliest drug crisis in our history. Biden's reckless policy is also an open invitation to even the most wanted terrorists in the world to come to America. The nation knows what's going on, and this president has only begun to be held accountable for what he has done. End quote. More on that as we get more details. We Can you see what they, the enemy, they are doing? Ladies and gentlemen, um, yeah, I like the image in this video. I mean, look at that. Look at these humans. Look at it. Look at this. This is an army of soldiers. Look at the, look at the position. Look at the body language. These guys are ready for war. Can you see what is happening? Get ready, ladies and gentlemen. Get ready. <clears throat> Meanwhile, the story continues. Here it is. New York hotels boot homeless veterans to shelter released migrants while they're bringing in their hard poor, young criminals, willing, able-bodied soldiers. And while they're doing that, incidentally, <laughs> speaking of veterans, look at this. While they're throwing them out of hotels in order to accommodate their Afghan terrorists and these other soldiers from all over the world that are able-bodied soldiers, Get the other soldiers off of the streets and stick them in jail. <laughs> Marine veteran Daniel Penny charged with manslaughter in subway killing. This is obviously huge. We have a George Floyd 2.0 situation. And nobody cares about <clears throat> the officer that was falsely accused of killing Floyd. Now we have another soldier for, you know, to add that to the J6 situation. This is shocking. So if you are in New York, just shut up and let the criminals do whatever they have to do. Shut up. Let it, they are in control. And thankfully, he's getting a lot of support, but if this guy goes to jail, I mean, this is... Talk about, like Trump is always saying, we're a nation in decline. Come on, guys. We're going to see about that. And... um then we have other things that are happening. You cannot make this up. Um, man. We know that American history has not always been a fairy tale. Says the KKK's 
Joe Biden. Okay, so Mr. KKK, again, for anybody new to this channel, look it up. Biden has been closely affiliated with KKK members, the top KKK members, like Robert Byrd and others. <laughs> so this is the KKK's Joe Biden, and we know that the Democrats are the party of slavery and the party of segregation, pro-slavery Democrats. Okay, so Mr. KKK, what do you want to tell us? From the start, it's been a constant push and pull for more than 240 years between the best of us, the American ideal that we're all created equal, and the worst of us, a harsh reality that racism has long torn us apart. It's a battle that's never really over. But on the best days, enough of us have the guts and the hearts to stand up for the best in us. To choose love over hate, unity over disunity, progress over retreat. Does anyone think that this stupid old man resident represents love in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> to stand up against the poison of white supremacy as I did my inaugural address to a single out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's enough of this clown show, ladies and gentlemen. Biden says white supremacy is the most dangerous terrorist threat during speech at historically black college. <laughs> and if you listen in, people, um, some people actually believe what he is saying. As the most dangerous terrorist threat to our homeland is white supremacy. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is... Straight up, Biden calling for civil war, just like his. That's what you would expect from this party of segregation, from the Democrats' pro-segregation civil war party. That's what you would expect from them. And he's talking to this black HBCU, these this black colleges, and some of them just clap for him. What he said in this speech is, again, equivalent to basically, let's get them. If you hear the whole thing, shocking stuff. Like, again, this is what you would expect from a white, liberal, God-hating, pro-segregation, anti-black demon. That's what you would expect from him to him to say. <laughs> Because by doing so, the people that are at that graduation, they believe anyone who believes what he is saying, you are now more of a slave now than you were before he, you heard that speech. That's what they do. And ladies and gentlemen, you can't make this up. On cue, while Biden is saying that, you can't make this up, people. <laughs> Look at this, people. <laughs> Look at the timing. The Patriot Front Group literally rolls out out of nowhere. <laughs> Look 
everything this. <laughs> Come on, people. This is shocking. I don't listen to their drums, all right? Look at these. Every one of these guys should be marched straight to Gitmo, if you ask me. That's enough of this clown show with these demons, whoever these demons are. And everyone's making fun of them on the left and the right. I just want to show everyone, look at the timing of these demons. Look at these demons. Coming out, hiding their faces. And perfect timing. Why? They're rolling out the picture front. Why? To make the old man in perfect timing with what the old man is saying. That white supremacy is this top terrorist, right? Then why aren't you guys rounding up these guys? If white supremacy is this horrible thing, why are these guys not all in Gitmo? I mean, I mean, I confirm. Go ahead. We, we're, we're cool with that. Because in case anyone just doesn't write, get the sarcasm, uh, let me help you out. Because the Patriot Front Group is being rolled out by the demons on the left. That's their Patriot Front Group. Okay, look at the timing. <clears throat> there it is. <laughs> Patriot Front guys appear again. Mockery ensues. <laughs> Everyone's making fun of these jokers. We're in May. Why are they covering their... Come on. Again, these guys... Look at, look at, look at this demon. I mean, again, anyone who's that much of a sleazebag to be part of this open terrorist, jokey... Whatever, who are these demons? I mean, I really thought they were gone already. <laughs> but we know the clowns in America are a big part of that whole operation. That's enough. Um, with that, um, <clears throat> all right. Said, um, <clears throat> what I, you know, let, let's keep going. A couple of international related news. Be aware of this. Um, this is a, a dark moment for the people of Serbia. They're actually applying. The Australia template. <laughs> Yo, Serbia. Um, uh, you might want to talk to Australia about what you guys are doing. Look at this, people. Serbia collects 13,500 weapons in gun grab following mass shootings. <laughs> so all you need is a couple of shootings, and that is enough to take away people's weapons. And, and again, the 1 plus 1 equals 3 movement, making their big, big move. The people of Serbia, and <laughs> just like they did in Australia, Serbian authorities on Sunday display many of around 13,500 weapons. They say people have been handed over, handing over since this month's mass shootings. And um, yeah, including hand grenades, automatic weapons, and anti-tank. But if you read this, they're basically saying that you better... Everybody better cooperate in this situation. Authorities have launched a gun crackdown after a 13-year-old boy on May, 3rd, on May 3rd took his father's gun and opened fire on his fellow students. <laughs> in this elementary school, it was as if it's that easy. And um, other anti-gun measures are, in, are to include stricter gun control of gun owners and shooting ranges. <laughs> so that is how that works. And for these Marxist, globalist Nazis, they're showing the Serbian people how easy it is. It's over in Serbia. That's it. Once you go for this, you're going to go, come on. 
Let us know how that enslavement... Shut up, Serbia, and get down on your knees. It's over for you guys. Not that they ever any had any real freedom. But again, if anything, should remind everyone that here, more reason to appreciate why we can make fun of the left with their 1 plus 1 equals 3 movement, that being the gun control movement. Somebody just did a shooting. Don't arm the teachers. Don't arm the citizens. Don't arm security in the schools. Don't hire security or police. Don't do any of that. Uh, take their guns away from everyone. <laughs> That'll work. <laughs> one plus one equals three. Meanwhile, I'm not sure what's going on with this story, but um, we have Gateway Pundit putting this out. I'm not sure really what this is about. <clears throat> and it's coming from Instagram and Telegram, all these jokey kind of platforms that I do not trust. By the way, um, be aware there's a fake Truth in Our TV on Telegram. And uh, Telegram is a joke to begin with. They have no, I mean, come on. So um, be aware of that. But the, anyway, this story is coming out on Instagram and Telegram that supposedly um, radioactive panic Russian missiles hit Ukrainian ammunition depot in this town. I'm not going to even try to pronounce it, causing massive explosion cache of British depleted uranium tank shells destroyed. So um, there it is. Uh, gamma radiation spikes in the region's atmosphere. What do you guys think of that? I'm not sure what's going on there, but um, we know that we were told. That scared, necessary event. We know that we're heading towards... I mean, Trump said it weeks ago. Oh, World War III! And we'll end tonight by speaking of Trump. And speaking of Trump, Derangement syndrome, that is. Our coats and Jamie uh, Gangel. Uh, let me start with you, Dana. Um, We're going to psychologically analyze. This is so laughable, people. So we have this transferring of the bull. That's what this is, by the way, people. Let me get more serious. This whole CNN town hall where Trump destroyed. This woman on, was it Friday, Thursday? This is about the transition to the new America, which does not include Marxist globalist controlled media. But the transition is slow. And whoever doesn't like it at CNN, eventually they're going to be gone goodbye. Like we've seen with Don Lemon and some of these other clowns. So. <clears throat> They have this town hall. Trump was comfortable the whole time. Why? Because Trump had the truth on his side. As we talked about, what was it, Wednesday? Right? Wednesday. When I was on the road. So in this transition, I mean, excuse me, <laughs> in this situation, yeah, this transition that's taking place, the transition of the bullhorn. We have this early phase with this deal. Remember, before the town hall, Trump posted on True Social that he got a deal that he couldn't refuse. Something was happening behind the scenes. So we don't know what it is, but was Trump told, come on to the town hall, you'll be allowed to say anything you want, and half the audience is going to, at least, it, the audience is going to be balanced. And then Trump said, what? 
the it's not going to be all leftist audience. I like this deal. I think that's what happened when Trump said, you know, deal he could not refuse. So he does the town hall, and now let's go to the psychiatric chair. Like, why do you even have to have a roundtable? I mean, again, people, look, look at this situation, this total psychi. I mean, look at these psychiatric patients. Listen carefully. Think about it. This is slow motion Trump derangement syndrome. <laughs> we don't have enough time to fact check every lie he told. Uh, but he started <laughs> off with the election one. And boy, he really just never let that bone go. <laughs> and it's pretty clear the evidence is now out there uh, that he is going to continue to tell that lie, not just to the audience where he has an echo chamber, uh, conservative media. And I'm, I'm, whatever her name is, I, why does it always seem like she's about to cry? Uh, I, I can't believe this, damn it. It's like they're saying, yeah, this missile just hit. And we can't believe that it hit <laughs> this Trump missile that debunks all the lies that we've been telling for two and a half years. We can't believe this happened. It's like they're basically comforting each other because this missile just struck and they're evaluate, evaluating the damage. <laughs> yeah, the missile hit. Yeah, the, our power is done. It's like the situation in Ukraine with the Russian missile, this whole thing, that this nuclear, <laughs> it's the same thing. <laughs> Maybe that's the whole point in all of this, but isn't it? <laughs> unbiased, uh, straight down the middle media. The people he, he's trying to get beyond his base now saw and heard that this is something that he will not let go of. The 2020 election lies. <laughs> and Caitlin pushed him on the fact that the evidence does not support what he said. <laughs> yeah. And Trump pushed back on Caitlyn. And after he did, he was aware that he had truth on his side and the audience clapped for him. Did you forget that part? What's the matter with you? On the fact that many of his own uh, uh, former attorneys, former aides uh, have now said that. And translation. We are waging lawfare. This is exactly what Art of War is all about. He's, he's not letting it go. And that is <laughs> something that was very much on display for the entire country and the entire world to see. Good. Exactly. Yeah, I'm, we are glad. Where is my... <clears throat> we are glad. Yeah, we are glad that you can see that he is not letting it go. We are glad. Because throughout history, human beings usually don't let go of the truth. Why would we let go of the truth? And I'll just let you guys see some more of this. I mean, this is unbelievable. It's like a funeral session. We can't believe the wound again. And as usual with Trump, I mean, this is a person who is so steeped in his own conspiracy theories. It's hard to know whether he can even <laughs> see his way out of them. I mean, <laughs> yeah, uh, we're, we're going to um, try to see if Trump could get himself out of this delusion that he's in. <laughs> Confronted time after time with just plain facts about 
uh, the fact that his campaign asked for recounts, that they found no election fraud, uh, even going. Notice her version of what facts are. And that's enough, people. This goes on, but I think I made my point. They all like are like patting each other. Yeah, we can't. It's like he, Trump is delusional. We can't believe that he won't let it go. <laughs> we can't believe that we have not. Con- yeah, and then, by the way, they're acting like it's only this one little tiny real estate guy from New York. When most of the country get it, like Trump is always saying, you know it, I know it, everyone knows it. The election was stolen. But on that topic, um, when it comes to control of the microphone and the bullhorn, there it is. <clears throat> For, so then there's CNN starting their transition, if you ask me. And then there's this Nazi collaborator Soros reportedly considers buying failed vice media. Think about what we said the other day, where we have what? Google, I think it was, right? Injecting, what was it, tens of millions or hundreds, however much, I don't have the story in front of me, a lot of money into the New York Times. Why is all of a sudden everyone trying to save? all these news media corporations while there's a transition taking place at CNN while Fox News is crashing after letting Tucker go get it something is happening and now you have Soros trying to save Vice Media and again think of the big picture while all that, what's happening behind the scene? While all of that is happening, we have the owner of CNN, look at this, CNN reporter visibly shaken after network boss scolds him over Trump town hall comments. <laughs> that looks like a transitional <sighs> slow motion period to me. I just want you guys to see that slow transition taking place. It is happening. So you have people getting yelled at. You have these psychiatric situations at CNN where they're crying. I can't believe what happened the other day in, in the town hall. Uh, Trump is still repeating lies. They're in this mourning situation. <laughs> We've got them right where we want them. Rounding out tonight... In our last stretch of stories, see what you think. Meanwhile, I mean, again, think of the panic. So we're going from the panic of the transition and the fact that Trump still has a voice. And they know now, they can see that he is coming back. And don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, um, when you see these people at CNN whining and they seem troubled, (laughs) Like, don't you love your life? Don't you have your own family, your own friends, your, your God? You, you don't love God. Just enjoy your life, idiots of CNN. What's wrong? <laughs> while, you, while they're in this thing, you have this transition. Then you have this other thing going on where, all right, they're losing. It's like this. We're losing our voice. 
this guy from New York that we have spent six, seven years attacking is our night. He lives in our head. We can't. This one guy, you would think that if Trump, like, suddenly, God forbid, dropped dead, they would be so happy. I mean, they would be in heaven. <laughs> this one person, ladies and gentlemen, what I am describing is completely outside the boundary of the normal distribution curve. And if anyone thinks this is normal, like a lot of people do, on the right, like I said last week, that is completely psychotic and completely detached from reality. Nobody panics about one real estate guy. Nobody does that. The only glue to all of this, the psychological glue, is... the war that is real, and the Department of Defense research project that Trump launched telling us why they were going to act this way. Without the DOD online research project, ladies and gentlemen, everything that's happening is literally sorcery. All you need to know about people who, to this day, never understood the drops. They essentially are living in a type of sorcery, I'm saying tonight, on this Welcome Back Mother's Day, 17 days later, live stream from Florida. Not understanding the Department of Defense Research Project proves that the the rest of the people who don't follow it, which is mostly everybody, well, 90% at least, right? They are willing to accept things that don't match. Nobody panics over one simple actor from New York. Get out of my face. So there's that, the transition of the news, and then there's the TDS, the actual TDS, and there it is. <clears throat> we'll get into to that right here. Pomerantz pleads fifth in deposition claims GOP's Trump indictment probe is political theater. <laughs> yeah, right. <gasps> So if you read this, I'm not going to spend much time on it, but you can read it for yourself. He is uh, suddenly not cooperating. This main guy behind the scenes with Alvin Bragg. And, um, but he's saying that um, I'm not cooperating. Oh, by the way, I'm pleading the fifth. Yo, dude, I thought you had the truth on your side. When you have the truth on your side, you are happy with it. You don't have to memorize anything. You come out and say the truth. So you decide on that. Um, but things are getting more intense for the for the bad guys because look, Comer says what some whistleblowers are missing, they fear for their lives. Be aware of this, and um, really that was um, a story from earlier, and now it's all coming out. Are there whistleblowers or informants missing right now? Well, with, with, with what we've investigated and the people that we've tracked down, uh, going back to the CEFC, uh, the two main players in that business, as well as all the Americans that were involved in the uh, different Biden uh, influence peddling schemes, as well as the Serbian national, uh, the nine of the 10 people uh, that we've identified that have very good knowledge with respect to the Bidens, they're, they're one of three things. Maria, they're either currently in court, they're currently in jail, or they're currently missing. 
So it's of the utmost importance that the FBI work with us to be able to try to identify uh, what research they've done, what investigations they've done, because we have people that want to come forward. But honestly, Maria, they fear for their lives. Not only are the Biden lawyers and the Biden White House intimidating them, the media is trying to intimidate and discredit them. And I think if you look at the Rasmussen poll, you know, seven in 10 Americans are very concerned that Joe Biden's involved in a, a public corruption scheme and they want to know more information. All right, it goes on. There it is. You heard it for yourself. At least some of these people supposedly are missing or in jail. And um, you heard it right there. Strange situation, but um, all because they're trying to get Trump. And then we have more TDS, former Trump staffer levels, even more accusations of sexual harassment against Trump sites, anonymous sources. (laughs) Hey, gentlemen, this is not going away. Like we said a week or so ago, now we have this, again, one of the wicked witches from The View. Oh, here we go. This Alisa Farah Griffin refused to offer any names. And now she's coming out with big statement. And and look who's putting this out. The Daily Beast is coming out. Alisa Farah Griffin, who is now a co-host on The View, but was at the time among the dozen most senior staff on the West Wing, is sharing her experience in Trump administration in the hopes that it will deter other women from working for the real estate mogul. And you can look into this for yourself. I saw behavior and engagement with very young junior female staffers from the former president that made me uncomfortable. She is coming out. And it was an open secret, open discussion in the West Wing. Yeah, these... Yeah, I can't tell you who it is. All I can do is put out the early smear before see my name is Alicia Farrah Griffin I'm putting out the early smear and wink wink you know we got 15 months before the election we got time to set up the wrap up smear wink like Christine Blasey Ford you know we we know what we're doing same exact thing they're setting up the stage and what they're doing with this Alicia Farrah Griffin she's setting up She's just teeing up the ball, and then somebody else is going to come in. What? I happen to be one of those young girls that she mentioned three months ago. I just remember Trump raped me. <laughs> they're going to make. They're going to create something. That's what this is about. Because they can't let it go. They're panicking about this one guy from New York. Think about it while the transition of the bullhorn is taking place. To wrap up tonight, I got a couple headlines. You know that? I like my villains, so I'm just going to throw this out. Be aware. Again, the Terminator is setting the template, continues to set up the template. DeSantis signs bill barring credit cards from tracking gun sales in Florida. We know about that. And um, just, he's rubbing it in, and he's also doing this. Florida permanently bans coronavirus mandates in schools, businesses, bans, gain-of-function research. <laughs> But other than that, my name is DeSantis. Let me get back to being the, what is it, the globalist? By by the way, people, we had last week, 
well, just a few days ago, really, where all these polls came out saying that Biden is beating Trump and DeSantis, if you want to throw him in. And I said it that that pretty much puts an end to the polls operation, right? Everybody knew that, but I think comically, Trump brought back the polls operation, I think, today. So, I mean, <laughs> it's pretty funny. But anyway, um, kind of rounding out, then we have this. James Comer, what believes Barack Obama knew of Biden family? Foreign deals. Boom. Think of the significance of this. Boom. House Oversight Committee Chair James Comer suggested Friday that former President Barack Obama knew of the Biden family's foreign deals with adversaries of the United States. <laughs> Think about it. You can read more. This is really, in, in some ways, the main story tonight. Yeah, I'm Comer. We're digging deep. This has nothing to do with Obama. <laughs> we don't want to get anyone at CNN and MSNBC, MSNBC too worked up. <laughs> We're weak. Our our witnesses are missing. We're weak. We're digging, but we're going to keep digging on this Biden thing. We know we have nine members of the family. What time is it? Uh, oh, are we in the middle of May? Oh, okay, everybody. Uh, you know, I have a feeling that maybe Obama knew about this. <laughs> Get it? We're not accusing him. I'm just teeing up the situation the way this this Alicia Barrett Griffin the way what she's doing notice how the white hats they're teeing up their initial arguments I'm Comer I just think that maybe Obama's involved I, I don't want to be too controversial but I just think that he is nothing can stop what's coming folks get ready have faith. And I'll leave you guys with two things. Number one, tonight, I'll leave you with this. Don't forget, 521 January 2018. We were told not everything was going to be clean. Look what's happening in Ukraine. We were told who to trust. Patriots, and don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, you, we were given high-level information that is the reason why, do, this is the rare, this is the reason why I did what I did during my transition and inconvenienced myself during transition. Why? Because the war is... Real, right here. We are at war. Boom. And the other reason I inconvenienced my own self during my own transition is because of this right here. Because we were given critical once-in-a-lifetime information, historic information, highest level of intelligence. We were given this information. We were chosen for a reason. And what else? We were to what? Use it. Use it while you are moving. Use it and share 
And we were told, protect and comfort those around you. And I want to remind everyone, that is what we should be doing. That's what I'm doing. That's why I continued podcasting during this transition, because the war is real. Like it says in that drop, we are at war. (laughs) And don't forget, don't let anyone gaslight you at this point. Those of you that come to the channel, you guys already, you know it, I know it, everybody knows it. We are going in one direction. Nothing is going to be able to stop what's coming. The war is real. Trump is still laughing it off. Let me tell everybody one thing about Trump. Trump is living in a world where he's, again, tonight, if you look at what he's saying, he's laughing it off. Talking about polls and laughing. The world that he's living in is not compatible with the reality of what's happening. And that's because he, I guarantee you, ladies and gentlemen, is one of the few people who actually knows the plan. Logical thinking. He's laughing it off. I do have one last thing for everyone. And again, this is, I like this a lot. Check it out. We'll end with this. Boom! President Trump tells General Mike Flynn what? That he's, quote, bringing him back. <laughs> Live on stage at Reawaken Tour in Florida. Amazing video. <laughs> right there. Trump calls in, tells him to stay healthy. We're proud of you. Tell you what, and I knew it from day one. You're really somebody very special. Yeah, what a coincidence. And when I hear that applause in the audience, I could say I could go on for a long time about you, but we're very proud of you. And it's less than a year and a half now, and we will make America great again. We'll return around. We'll turn around our country. We'll put America first. We're going to have strong borders. We're going to have cheap energy. We're going to have everything. We're we were energy independent just a short while ago. We were going to be energy. We're going to be dominant. Trump telling Flynn we're going to have you back. Right out of the intel drops. That is the way this works. Think about it. Out of all the people out there, the one guy whose entire family was following the drops and they were taking the oath with us. I've been calling this guy out all for the last year and a half for a reason. Watch out. He's doing what he's got to do, ladies and gentlemen. I've been saying it from the beginning. Don't let no actor play you. Necessary disinformation. And he knows that I will tell him that to his face. Because people that know him, he knows that I know that he knows that we all know that what he is saying the last year and a half, two years, is necessary disinformation. (laughs) That is the way this works, folks. Thank you. That wraps it up for me tonight. Come on over, ladies and gentlemen, to Truth and RTV. I'm glad to be back. I love you guys all. Check out 
the latest. I haven't dropped anything in over a week, right? About a week on the member channel. Check it all out. I'm glad to be back. And um, consider all the ways you can support the channel. Check out all the links in the description box. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, that wraps it up for me. Um, My plans is to come back tomorrow at around 8 o'clock, around the same time. Maybe that'll work. And um, let me know if that works for you. Um, But uh, we'll see about that, right? God bless. Glad to be back. Hope you guys are doing well. I love you guys all. God bless.